Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, Natasha. Yeah. 200th episode. Wow. Are you aware? Um, honestly, I was. 200 episodes. It's been a fond and fun journey with all of our listeners. Natasha. Yes. Even though you don't usually get excited about holidays, I think it was really cool of you to dress up as our couch for this 200th episode. Thank you. You truly look... Like you have crawled out of the set of the Endless Honeymoon podcast. And I fucking applaud your commitment. Thank you. What has been your favorite moment of 200 episodes worth of episodes? 200 episodes worth of episodes. I said that the way I wanted to say it. I would say the best part of the podcast for me would be the pandemic. The pandemic was your favorite part. Well, because That's my it gave favorite me part of the last three do- years. It gave me something to do. Mm-hmm. Like, by the way, I do miss it. I we have to go to a party tonight. I, I'd rather stay home. P.S. Natasha. Remember, remember when you didn't have that option? You never had oh, to decide. Yeah. You were just like, oh, guess it's dishes and TV tonight. Yeah, they're like party. Oh, I remember where they used to do those. But currently it's not allowed. Newsom will not allow such things. Natasha, speaking of not having anything to do during the pandemic, I was flipping back through my Instagram. You ever flip back through your Instagram so long you have an existential crisis about the nature of time? I mean, don't you don't yeah. want to go too deep into the feed because you start getting younger in your face and mm. things start uh, uh, becoming disturbing. But anyway, Natasha, I was going back looking for some funny posts that my mom uh, had sent me. You know, because in my book, they were requesting a couple of examples of funny text messages my mom sent me. And I was like, maybe I've posted them. And I start scrolling back, scrolling on back through the Instagram feed. I got all the way back to the Seth Rogen episode. Seth Rogen that and That was Lauren like Miller. a week before. Exactly. It was right before everything. The, the pandemic. Went away. And I was looking through our whole pandemic. And you know what? Hmm. We had a lot of fun. We were out on the road. We were camping. We were in the woods. We actually had a good ass time. I bet people were looking at our Instagrams going, wow, these people really know how to live. And meanwhile, we were dying inside. Remember? I don't remember. I, I think I, it, I wasn't dying inside from anything except the complete fear. Like I remember Ricky Lindholm came over for a walk and she was wearing plastic gloves. <laughs> Like we didn't, we were just like, oh, I guess we're hiking. We should wear our gloves. And she was just trying to like make sure I felt comfortable because I had a kid. Mm-hmm. So I just think that like there, uh, that kind of, that level of confusion, I don't miss that. It was a good time for me. That was cool because <laughs> I thrive in chaos. And so when people are confused, that's when I strike. Um, Natasha, I, speaking of confusion, you know, we have a Patreon, right, Natasha? Of course I do. And it's truly the the bright spot of our lives. The Patreon people are the people that make the gears here at Endless Honeymoon Podcast Incorporated keep a turning. We should do another Shabbat dinner soon. We should do. They've been so fun. Anyway, we do these little cameo shout outs on our Patreon. You know, people Patreon up, Patreon it up. And when they get to a certain level, 
they earn the perk of a cameo from Natasha. I mean, why are we calling it cameo like it's Kleenex? It's a video. You know? Oh, because of the brand cameo? Yeah, all of a sudden it's a cameo. It's not a cameo. It's a, it's a video. We make a special video greeting. Technically, the word cameo means when someone asks, when you're an actor and someone asks you to do a part that's beneath you and only has one line, but they're like, <laughs> it's a cameo. You're, they're like, oh, it'll be so funny that it's you right. doing you're one like, line in my it'll show. It'll be so funny that it's you playing Waitress 4. <laughs> now, Natasha, this is the odd part of this particular story. Okay. We did a shout out. We did a bunch of them. And we, do, we got a list of names of people from our Patreon. We say, hello, Diane. Here we are. It's Natasha and Moshe. And we're not right? on Cameo, so this is the only way you can get this. That's right. It's an exclusive. It's an Endless Honeymoon Podcast exclusive. And we're like, what's up, Jawar Halal? How are you? Thank you for being a member of our Patreon. We appreciate you. Thank you for everything. So we did one. Got the name, David. Now, not un- not coincidentally, or not uncoincidentally, I don't know how to say what I'm saying. My brother's name is David. That's just something that our listeners need to know. So we say, what's up, David? It's Moshe. And Natasha. Thank you for being on a member of our Patreon. Send it on over to uh, Laura, the toxic producer. <laughs> Laura gets it. She sends it on over to this David fella. Right? David writes back. Have you heard this yet? No. Have you heard this one? No. I'm doing Jay Leno style. David writes back. Oh, thanks. Got the message. By the way, I'm Moshe's brother, David. Interesting, she thinks. Why would he be a Patreon member? She comes here today. She says, you know, your brother, I got a message from him. I go, what? My brother? My brother is a Patreon subscriber? Why not? He's a fan of the podcast. Who, you know? He's my brother. Right. First you could all, give him free stickers. Yeah, he's a rabbi. I don't think religiously they're allowed to sign up for Patreons at a higher than the base level. And That's a racist Jewish joke, you guys. It's a lot of fun. And you get to have the Shabbats with him anyway. Oh, yeah. He does the analog Shabbat with me on a regular basis. I go, that doesn't sound like my brother. She goes, yeah, row back. David, your brother. Tells me the last name. It's not my brother's last name. I'm like, is my brother like having a pseudonym? And then she shows me the picture. It's a guy on a, one of those clip-clop bikes. You know the ones? What's a clip-clop bike? You know the bikes that don't have pedals? They have like special like oh, uh, how mechanisms. Oh, do, do that? Why? And then what they get that? a shoe that clips into the clop. Isn't that called like a... Um, it's called something like a, um, too enthusiastic about bikes brakes. No. Oh, um, speed, speed brakes. What's it called? Like frame b- bike seat wheel. No gear. It's called like a something keep, free. Lord, <laughs> keep keep all, the, all the silence. No, it's there. like they don't have a uh, shiftless or gearless. Oh, you're talking about a fixie. Fixed gear. God, no, why'd yes. you make me do that? Natasha. Cut yeah, that out. I, no, don't cut it out. It was all riveting. What, it was is riveting it, is it radio. It's a fixed gear bicycle. It's a fixed gear bicycle that you're thinking of. That is not the clip okay, clop okay. people. What's a clip clop? Clip clop people. It, are you calling it clip clop or is that what it is? I have made that, coined that term. Clip clop bicycle? The is, people that they have a special shoe. I've seen them. The clip clops into the. But you, why? You clip clops? And you see them at these coffee shops in like in like uh, hill towns or mountain towns because they're all walking like they have something wrong with their heels because they can't walk <laughs> like regular people. They walk like horses who have uh, who had their front legs cut off, so they have to like they have to like do this like dainty little dance to the coffee shop, and then they're always in like uh, uh spand lycra onesie, you know, where it says like you know like Oracle Systems or whatever. For some reason, they're all sponsored. 
Anyway, I go, that's not my fucking brother. My brother, he wears uh, Talis. That's all he ever wears. He, he only ever wears the unbelie- most unbelievably Jewish garb you could imagine. Anyway, I text my brother. I go, are you a member of our Patreon? He goes, no, I'm not really. What's Patreon? I have one for my podcast, but I never look at it. My brother has a podcast, too. It's much more rabbinic than this one. So, All right. So what? So who is it? I don't fucking know. And what kind of weird game is this David character playing here? I'm trying to clip clop his way into my heart. Yeah. Into don't my do family. It. Yeah. Let's let's uh, let's let's figure that out. We're shutting the Patreon down is the point of it all. No, we're not. It's growing. We love it. And uh, we just, uh, my daughter has been a, a Patreon member for non-stop. Since the beginning. We've got her working over an art table, making paints, paintings for you guys. Yep. Yep. Um, we got her in there working my like books. A, I've been signing books for people. We got her in there working like a Dickensian child. She's like, like a- Dickensian Andy Warhol. She's yeah. got a whole little system. Mm-hmm. She splatter paints. She does. Sometimes she brings home these. And it's honestly, it's so great to be able to get rid of her artwork. The little fuck tried to unionize last week. <laughs> She's like, I don't like the working conditions here. And we were like, keep painting. And so she kept going. And she is not liking art anymore. But people have sent us some of the uh, framed. Uh, you know, we send them and they get them framed. It looks There's a lot beautiful. of perks. People, people get to hear my mixtapes. I mean, this is really a lot of perks. I I subscribe to a few podcasts and I don't. I love it because I don't have to have the commercials. But our commercials are pretty good. Our commercials are like some of the best. In and the we industry. really love our products. We won a Webby for best <laughs> commercials. Did you hear that? Uh. Do you think they give out? I bet you they do give out awards for best commercials on podcasts. I bet you're right. For, it'd be cool if they gave an award for best specific commercials. For, you know, for better, better talks, the best talk space read, the best third love read. Oh, interesting. The, the best Helix mattress read. I guarantee it'll be us because we love our fucking Helix, ladies and gentlemen. Natasha, 200 episodes in, the amount of free mattresses we have received would boggle the mind. We sleep like the princess and the pea on 16 Helix mattresses every night. It is a beautiful sight to behold. Well, I do love our sponsors, but even more than our sponsors, I love our listeners and our callers and people are waiting. So let's, let's take a call. 200 episodes in, we're still taking calls. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Don't talk too loud because our child just fell asleep on her brand new Helix Kids Mattress. Oh my God, this is her first night. You know that we're passionate about Helix as a mattress maker. They make the most comfortable mattresses we've ever slept on. And now they're making mattresses that are specific to kids. And this one's awesome. It's super comfortable. It's got two different sizes that are based on how old they are. From three to seven, they're on a slightly firmer side, which is better for their back and for their posture. And then when they get to seven, you flip the bad boy over and it's like a brand new mattress. That is amazing. And she loves it. She was so comfortable and so excited excited to get into it and we were really excited that she was finally sleeping on a Helix. You know what I like about Helix too? Unlike a lot of mattress companies out there, Helix owns its own manufacturing facility. So each and every Helix mattress is made in the USA by a team of skilled manufacturers and shipped directly from their facility to your door. And they've got a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. You can also try it for 100 nights risk free and send it back if you don't like it. But we sleep on these every night and we know that you're going to like it. And right now we can offer our listeners 20% off all orders at Helix and you can sleep like the endless honeymoon by going to helixsleep.com slash honeymoon. But don't take our word for it. Do you like your new mattress? 
Yes? Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh? I'm a little bummed. What happened? Well, ever since we've been using this Blue Land products to clean our house and stuff, I haven't been able to use any uh, plastic bottles to immediately throw away the moment I'm done with the product. <laughs> well, listen, I love these products, and all you do is just put a little tiny, like, pellet in your old plastic bottle, fill it up with water, and you don't have to throw away shit. Yeah, it's really a bummer. From cleaning sprays to hand soap, toilet bowl cleaner and laundry tablets, all Blue Land products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about. Try their cleaning essentials kit, which has everything you need to get started. Three bottles of cleaners plus a bottle of hand soap, and it comes in beautiful light scents such as iris agave, fresh lemon, and eucalyptus mint. Yeah, if you're anything like me and you are passionate about single-use plastics, this is really going to be a sad experience. But if you're not a monster and you don't want to throw things away the moment you're done with them and you want to reuse them in a product that's even better than the old product, try Blue Land. Get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash honeymoon. I love that Moshe's pretending that he likes to clean in this commercial. That's 15% off your first order right now when you go to blueland.com slash honeymoon. That's blueland.com slash honeymoon. All right. We're going to call Elena. 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 Al-N-A. Elena. In Gainesville, Florida. Oh, my God. Every day she's got to tell people how her name's pronounced. Let's, E-L-E-N-A. What do you guys think? Okay. I'd say, say Elena. It, say it in your mind's ear right now. And when she pops on screen, we're going to find out the truth. E-L-E-N-A. Elena. 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 I bet it's Elena. Elena. Ellen, Elena. 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 Hi, Elena. 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 Which one is it? Well, you know, if only someone had so kindly put it in their email and was like, it's pronounced this way. Oh, did you do such a thing? I did do such a thing, but that's okay because everyone gets it wrong. The truth is, Uh, before you tell us, we've been uh thinking about firing our producer for (laughs) 200 episodes now. So thank you for finally letting us. uh, Yep. Giving us the okay. Yeah, you've broken the back of our decision making process (laughs) and she is fucking gone. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I'm a video editor, oh, so you're in. You got I, the job. But we, you know what? We want you. Yeah, but how do you do it? Okay, wait. We should find out how to pronounce this woman's name. Elena. Elena. There it is. Fucking yeah. A. But the only problem is your parents did spell it E L E N A. So it's like, does everyone say? What does everyone say? Oh, I get Elena, Elana, El Elena. Uh, mm-hmm. The producer, Elena. the our producer who used to work for us, she said Elana. <laughs> And I was like, that's not Alana. I got to say that I also have a difficult to pronounce name. And I think it builds character. To be honest, I think it. I think if you don't have a phonetic name, people have to struggle with you. And you have to stand up and say, no, my name is this. And see, I would actually agree with, uh, disagree with you guys. That's why I wanted our child to have a very simple name that she wasn't constantly mispronounced on the playground. That's why we named her Ed. (laughs) And she has never had any confusion as a result. Is her is her name Adelaide? No, but I like that name. Yeah. Okay. That would be it popped into my head the other day, and I was like, "Wait, you think Natasha was like I wanted her to have a simple to pronounce name, so I named her Adelaide?" <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a classic. It's a nice name. It's a nice name. It's it's a beautiful name. It's kind of vintage. I it's love also, it. It's also no no offense to you. It's a little bit of an iteration of the name Elena. <laughs> It's just a little bit in the family of Elena. And so it seems a little bit like narcissistic of you to have brought that up. 
What do you think about? Yeah, I'm extremely biased. Yeah, Elena's got like a skull in her back or in her backdrop. Do you see that? Oh, 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 a you're goth. A full skeleton. Oh, I didn't know you were it's goth. A mermaid. You know, I've been thinking. Whoa, cool. Were you goth when you were young? Uh, one. Well, I'm, I'm still young, Moshe. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I meant like when you were a kid. You know, <laughs> yeah, when you rude. were rude. I, I didn't. I'm. I'm. Well, yeah, that's not what I meant. I'm sorry. I'm Elena. 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 Forgive me. I'm just fucking with you. No, I. I <laughs> No, uh, I was kind of gothy. I've always kind of just been, you know, the the weird, weird one, I've been, the nerdy one. I've had a thought about goths lately, Natasha and El- Elena. Do you think there's a vanilla goth out there who's like, I'm really into the music and the mascara, but sexually speaking, I like missionary and that's it. Or is it a requirement that you're a little bit into the freaky stuff too? No, it's not a requirement at all. Because I, I, think I don't it think it's a requirement. Especially I, because like I live in a college town, so I have a lot of um kind of adult hipster, adult goth, adult like a, a lot of like alt people. Sure. You know, if you look at the map of Florida, there's a big blue spot kind of up north-ish. That, that's the part that's I us. avoid, sister. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm living in DeSantis land. <laughs> oh, please don't say his name. No, our, we'll invoke chi- him. our child uh, around Christmas time, we tell her to make a list for DeSantis, not Santa, because we're Jews. So she she does a, she does all the things she wants from DeSantis. And this year she asked for an end to critical race theory in the public school system and that nobody say gay around her. And so you know far what? he's come through. Wish granted, Adelaide. <laughs> Wish granted. Okay, so Elena, how can we help you? Okay, so, uh, well, my husband, we've been married a year now. Uh, this month, actually, on the 12th was our first year anniversary. Cute. And, yeah, and uh, he is wonderful. I love him very much. We've been together five years. We've been best friends since 2009, yada, 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 et cetera. Um, he, is, he has severe social anxiety. And he hates leaving the house and he hates anything fun, pretty much, except for like video games. So uh, I'm also having issues with gift giving with him. He doesn't like uh, giving gifts like at all, unless you tell him I want this specific thing and then he'll grumble and then I'll eventually get it for you. It's it's a very strange situation. But I just don't know how to buy him gifts or if I should just stop buying him gifts or I mean, you guys, you guys, was he like this before you were married? He's always kind of been like this. Um, He's just like extremely cheap, uh, thrifty, frugal, however you want to paint it. But well, frugalness is a virtue. So, you know, it's like being being healthy with your like you know uh, responsible with your money i think that's a good quality so let's try to you know think about it in that way and you know you're for these you're asking two things like for the gifts i think that he needs to be made aware that it's important to you to especially like you guys are still in the romantic part of you just you just got married a year ago he needs to know and he needs to know that you expect a little thing on your birthday and on your anniversary or maybe you guys can start having traditions and maybe that's important to you and you know maybe you guys can go away as a tradition and you can pay for this and he can pay for this so it's like you know it's not like he needs to take you you know 
you need a, it's not like you're asking for a $9,000 purse every February 12th. You know, it's, it's like morphing it into a world that he can talk about or in a way that he can talk about. And then the other problem just seems like he's addicted to video games and the guy's got to get out of the house and you got to make him. What? And also, I just want to say how many of these people are really suffering from severe social anxiety and how many of them are just addicted to their stupid game? Well, what game is it? Let's figure it out. Let's figure <laughs> out if this is a healthy, a healthy habit um, or not. What does he play? Well, well, first off, he's been like this since he was a child. Mm-hmm. Um, very socially anxious. Uh, we believe he's on the spectrum, but he's not diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just he diagnosed like leaving him. the house. I just, just diagnosed, I just him, diagnosed as him as video games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he plays all sorts of different games. Um, it just whatever the most popular game is at the time, he'll buy that game. All right. So this Natasha's right. Listen, you're married now. He's mm. got severe. Let's we'll take all of the claims about him at face value. Okay, he's okay. maybe a little on the spectrum. He's got s- serious social anxiety. You will never. You married him. This is your your you're bad like you can't marry a person who's like here's who i am here's who i am here's who i am and then the next month be like why are you not a different person but you know that so he's never gonna be dj khaled okay he's never gonna be like life of the party like let's get out in gainesville let's go drink some hurricanes or whatever that's just not who you who you got you got a different guy but But, he oh go ahead but he can be more than he is like it, like maybe there's a movie of a video game that's out or like some i'm sure there's some movies are so bad right now there's got to be one based on a video game well there's actually a great there's a great show on hbo based on a video game right but i'm not we, we want to get out of the house oh yeah that's true so i'm sure like there's some crossover with marvel or whatever this crap is that adult people <laughs> like that's really for children like why are <laughs> adults watching children's anime anyway spider-man it's terrible you're the one that just screamed at me the other day for showing our kid black panther saying it was too grown up for her now it's also too too young for you okay listen here's my point this is what i'm saying we got to meet each other in the middle so let's say there's you got to keep yourself a little bit on the lookout yes it's a little more work for you but maybe at first and say it's really important to me that we go out once is there anything you've seen him excited about like like let's say it's a movie like yeah don't take him to like the most you know, art house thing or a comedy if he doesn't like that, but try to find something that he would be excited about and go for dinner, food he likes. And, you know, you'll buy dinner since he's like cheap and maybe to the movie. And, you know, it's just got to be like you plan one, he plans one. And it's got to be like at least maybe every other week if once a week is too much. And I think you have to really, you know, commit to it. This is what I'm saying. Yes, go for ahead. For some context, for some context, uh, I'm immunocompromised, so mm. I can't really like go eat in a restaurant. Wait a minute, right you're now. like he never wants to go out. <laughs> but you you, you, you failed to mention that I'm physically incapable of going out. Okay, but I still go to see plays and I go to movies and stuff. I just wear a mask. I just yeah, you know, sure. wear a mask and do things. Okay, um, then take a he picnic like somewhere. To leave at all. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, you're immunocompromised. He might be on the spectrum. You guys need to find a way that works for both of you to huh? to find whatever it is that you need, right? Like, make him co- make him come to plays. What, you think we were suggesting that you guys go to like a steamy rave, unmask, no. and start breathing deep droplets? No, we're just saying she won't eat though. Uh, oh, I won't think- go out to eat. But listen, that's no. fine. All I'm saying, I actually think I know the solution here. 
I think the solution. Burning Man. Is I, the well, solution yeah, Burning Man? yeah, yeah. You'll definitely you can, you'll find nothing at Burning Man that will compromise your immunity. Burning yeah, Man's sure. a solution to nothing. It's a solution. <laughs> uh, it's a solution to the dissolution of um, many a uh, relationship. But okay, uh-huh. well, this is what I think you need. Tell me if you agree, Natasha. Lists. I think you guys would both benefit from like explicit lists, especially if he's a little bit on the spectrum. Like having an actual list, and you could even—you seem like an artsy type. You could even draw it and put it on your on your on your wall or something. Here are the lists. Here are the things I like to do. Here are the things that here are the, here are the acceptable things that are fun for me to do. Here are the things that I like to receive as gifts, and and you can even put them. You can m- maybe make them cheap too. So it's like because you don't care how much he spends on the gift, do you? You care that he gives you the gift, right? You want her to make a list of gifts that she wants. I'm suggesting this is weird. I I don't agree with this. Okay. Just for the record. Well, let me just get it out. I'm suggesting that that because this is like a person who's not picking up on every social cue, right? Like it needs to be made explicit. Like just what you're saying. Hey, I'm Elena, Alana, Alana is my name, and I need to go out on a date with my husband once every two weeks, once a week, whatever it is. That's something I need. Whatever it is, you are, you know, whatever this man's name is, and you don't like to go out ever. So we're going to meet in the middle. We're going to go out, you know, we're going to go out at least once a month. That's the rule. That's too, but that's too little because that'll never die. I think you should say, I want to do every week. You want to do none. So I'm willing to compromise like every two weeks. Uh, yeah. Something like that's that. That's great. Every he- 10 days we have to do something cool. Go to a music thing. Go to uh, whatever you do to plays. What city are you in? Gainesville. Gainesville. Home of the, the, the theatrical uh, hotspot of Northern Florida. Uh. But, <laughs> but don't you think explicit to me, what I hear in this thing is explicit is better. You know, not like mm, I'm going to wait around and uh, like I'm going to wait for him to like get it that I need this. He's not going to get it. He's not going to get it. He's going to miss it. So you say, here's what I need. Here's what I like. Here are the things I'm, I'm willing to do. Here's the things that my physical, my physiology will allow me to do. OK, I like going to the park. I like going to a play. You've got to come with me once every two weeks. Get it on. Get it in paper. OK, I, I'll say fine. Let Moshe have this one, but don't show him your paper. Just have it for yourself, and you can say like, "Why? What would that one, do?" Because it's like kind of not that romantic to present someone with lists of uh, presents that you like. You know what isn't romantic? Him saying, "I think I'm going to stay in and play Hogwarts Legacy instead of taking you out for six months." Like, the, the romance to me is is n- not always perfect. It's what you can get. Do you like to play video games with him? No, not particularly. I'm not really a video game person, so it's like sometimes we'll get games where. All you have to do is make a choice. So I'll say, okay, of these three options, I choose this one. And then he'll just, you know, choose for me and we kind of play together. But I'm not really into video games at all. He knows. I mean, it's. it's Right. So it's not something you want to sort of barter. I mean, the whole thing about being on the spectrum. I'm an expert. I have a a PhD and an MD in Mm -hmm. spectrum disorders. Is that one of the the things about being on the spectrum is that you're not getting all the social cues. Right. You're not you're not receiving what people are giving out as a result of that. People with autistic family members, please uh, write in and let me know if this is correct. You got, I think the partner of the person maybe on the spectrum has to be a little bit more explicit about the things that they want because they might not be getting what you want. So you're going, you're waiting around going, when are you going to get romantic? And he's like, yeah, I am being romantic. I, I didn't know this wasn't romantic. So all you do is say, here's what I want. I think that's the secret here. 
All right. Well, I think that uh, plan a fun first one. Make sure he has fun. Make sure it ends in a blowjob. And mm-hmm. he's going to be excited about this new thing. And I think you just have to get what you want. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I mean, thank you. I, I agree as well. I just feel like, you know, it's one of those things where I will tell him exactly what I want. And then that's okay. You know, he'll push back a little. Oh, that's too expensive or whatever, because everything's too expensive. Um, but then eventually he'll agree. So you're right. Being being more explicit is probably the way to go. Explicit yeah. and scheduled. That's the secret yeah. to your happiness. Once a week and hear what I want to do. And then you guys. You're oh, gonna... one more. One more little bit of advice. Mm-hmm. Get out of Gainesville. <laughs> no, Gainesville's <laughs> so nice. It's a blue dot. Uh, Elena, it's been a pleasure. Okay. Bye, Elena. <laughs> bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right, Natasha. Did we help her? I think I I think we gave her the correct answer. That's what I think. Explicit and scheduled. Some people need it. Natasha, are you ready to bop to another call? Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. Remember when we were trying to get pregnant and you used to have to use a Q-tip, a tampon, and a dipstick to figure <laughs> out what was going on with your body? Those were some rough years. Well, thanks to modern fertility, it don't gotta be rough no more. Did you know that one out of eight couples struggle with infertility? Seriously, that's a staggering statistic that most people don't know or aren't ready to talk about. But we need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and our futures. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. Traditional hormone test. Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. I think I maybe spent $6,000 on this shit. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. Where was Modern Fertility when I was trying to get pregnant? And if you go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon, you can get $20 off your test. If you want kids today or maybe one in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for use. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what would it... That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash honeymoon. Modernfertility.com slash honeymoon. Okay, we're going to call Andrew in New Jersey. Good old Andrew coming through, coming through that Jersey energy. It's funny. People who live in New Jersey, I think a lot of them are from there. Let's find out. Hello. Hi, Andrew. Natasha has a question for you. Yes. Are you from Jersey? Ayo, I'm from Jersey. Did you? (laughs) You couldn't even, you couldn't even commit to the Goomba character that you decided to go with. By the end, it wasn't even, it was you again. It comes in and out, you know. Okay. We break Natasha had a theory that people from Jersey are from Jersey. They There's like a high percentage of people who live there who are from there. Am I wrong? I don't I know. I mean, born and raised, so. Oh, you are? Yes. Okay, great. Um, What is your deal? Yeah, How what's your fucking you? deal, brother? So, bro, I'll tell you my deal. About <laughs> a year ago, I started, <laughs> about a year ago, I started renting a room at my best friend of nine years home. So, like, I live with her family. 
And over the past year that I've been here, I've gotten to know other members of her family really well. I'm really close with all of them. And something that I've come to discover is that I'm really close with her sister, like at like the same level. And I don't know how to move forward because I want to forge a strong friendship with her sister. But also I could see her getting upset and being like, you're choosing her over me type of thing, you know? Like are are her and her do, does she and her sister fight or are they friends? They do a, a nice mix of both, and I'm close where they'll like both tell me things about the other. So like they went on vacation and they would like say like oh yeah we were we were together and it was great, but then like other days it would be like ah oh, she's bugging me today. I mean, do you really want to be in their vacation drama? You would you weren't no, even he, invited to the vacation. He wants to be in their family. Are you kidding me? <laughs> He's trying what? to get in as far as far in as he can. What do you want to do with the forbidden sister <laughs> that you can't do? Just give me like, what would you do if you knew she wouldn't give a shit? Would you like invite her to a movie? Just the two of you? Like beyond that, like we already hang out a little bit. Like I'm talking like if say I want to go on vacation with her because mm. I just feel like, I don't know. They're, they're like different people. You're trying to take it to the next level. <laughs> Yeah. You're trying to take this friendship to a whole new level. Okay. <laughs> I mean. So you want to take her on? A, you guys, you want to, are you attracted to her? Uh, no, I'm gay. I, I mean, I'm saying like. Yeah, brother. We know. Yeah, yeah bro. Um, but wait, this is so interesting in Jersey to me, actually. You moved in with the family. <laughs> You're best friends with one sister. And now the other sister's like, come here, you. I want, I want my tentacles in that back of yours. And you're like, I want to be your friend, but I don't know how Angela, I'm assuming her name is Angela, will react. Yeah. Uh, I, I just feel that this is the most New Jersey shit of all. Are they, is everybody Italian in this story? I'm not, but they all of are. Of course they are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How do you know that much? It just felt so Italian. Everybody's living together. They have jealousy of who's friends with who. I mean, it's really like, it feels very they do, classic. They do a Sunday sauce. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got spaghetti Sundays over there? Mm -hmm. We make the pasta. Okay. Homemade pasta. Oh, so they're, they've really taken you in. I mean, this is sweet. Well, yeah, I love them. And like, I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine either way, but I'm like hesitant moving oh, forward. Oh, I have an idea. This I got it. What do you got? You're the Italian. You got an Italian woman right in front of you. You got a, a third possible best friend to give you all the answers you want. What if you just remain open, but at the mm -hmm. same time, let them lead? So if Forbidden Sister Angela is like, hey, what would you want to maybe come? You know, maybe then you could be like, yeah, let me talk to Tiffany about it and we'll figure it out you know but it's like for you to be the one forging it I could see that that or driving it that might create a, like just kind of like see where things go you know I, do you know what I'm saying I Rich? gotta say I think you fuck both of them and just leave your orientation behind and create yeah. sexual tension in the house which will create a situation where you get thrown out and then you won't have to make this decision anymore. That's my honest exactly. advice to I'll you. I'll be marching free. I'll just right <laughs> down the road. Is it possible for him to be a best friend to both? And is, is I, being best friend important? Like the girl who brought you into this family, is she your quote best friend? Like, like if it was like if X and her were ever falling off a cliff, it would probably be her just because we are so close and we've been friends for so long. This seems so simple to me. 
Right. I, I like what you're saying, Natasha, but I also think I, I don't want to sound like a broken record over here, but I think like just explicitness, you have the perfect thing to say to, to Italian one, right? <laughs> your primary Italian. You go to her mm-hmm. and you say, listen, you're my best friend. If there was a if there was two cars driving towards a cliff and I had to choose one to divert, it would be yours. Of course, you've got the language. You used it. You're my best yeah. friend. But I'm in your house and I feel like family here and I'm starting to really, really have a great friendship with your other sister. But I'm worried that I'm going to hurt your feelings if, if we get too close. I, so I just wanted to I just wanted to clear the air. I wanted to say it out loud. And then, of course, she's going to say, oh, I oh, I love that you said that because you're telling me that I'm the most important Italian in your life. But you have another Italian that you want to make a sauce with. And she'll give you the permission, don't you think? I, I mean, think so. But I saying something like that is so forward. I'm all about forward. I, I, I don't. I, I just feel like. Say, I mean, Italians are very emotional too. They'll love it. She'll start crying. She'll be like, "Oh, Jeremy." Oh. She wouldn't cry, but she is very forward, and she would definitely be the type to appreciate that. So I think that that's a good idea. But what are you even telling her? You're telling her that you want to be friends with her other sister that she already knows you're friends with. I'm suggesting that he's telling her he's that he's scared to become too close to the other sister because he's afraid she'll mm-hmm. feel betrayed. And she'll say, no, I won't be betrayed. Come on, get out there. I like what you're saying. So you're saying just kind of like do a little precursor like, hey, just so you know. You're my number one. You're the the number one Italian for me. And she'll say, say, go out there and throw that bocce ball, you know? Do you, here's another thing too. Do you ever talk to the mom? Yeah, we spill, we spill all the tea all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and I think just like. Let her know that too, and I also feel close with your mom, and I, and I don't want that. You know, I just I'm very grateful. You know, like expressing gratitude for bringing you into always. this family that you never really got to feel like growing up with a family. I think that's always, you know, it seems like that is the case. That's yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I did that's, have that's a family. Interesting, up, interesting read that Jeremy did not. <laughs> did you did you have that growing up? Yeah, I just moved out because I was like, oh, my God, two years of COVID with these people. I need a change of pace. So you moved in with someone else's family? <laughs> yeah, they were they, oh my paying God. a little rent, living here for a little bit. Yeah. How far from Manhattan are you? Um, Like 35 minutes. Might we suggest you move into the big city at some point? He's like, I got to get some freedom. It's expensive, COVID's, Moshe. I'm just, it's so expensive. You know what? You fucking take the sacrifice. You know who, who can pay you really well? The mob. And I think you're very close to being asked in. I think you're like really close. If I play my cards right, I'll be up there in no time for sure. I love what you're saying, though, Natasha, saying expressing gratitude. I've been doing this thing the for last- the whole family. So mm-hmm. don't make it just about the sister. Say like, and I love your mom for the whole fa- and I love being here and I'm starting to become friends with your sister. And, you know, as we do that, I just want you to know whatever the thing for the said. for the whole family. And and I was actually suggesting more specifically for her for this for Italian one primary Italian for allowing you access to the family like you did me this great service you know you say to her Mm -hmm. you know you say to her there there will come a time when you're going to need something from me and I will never forget what you did for me and I will always be there for you kind of Italian style but I'm just saying saying not only I'm becoming friends with your mom and your sister but saying I'm so grateful to you for bringing me into this family because all of a sudden I feel like I have a second family. And uh, and and then uh, like acknowledging that for her, that's the secret here is not to like be trying to secretly become friends with both people and hoping the other one doesn't like get jealous. It's saying it, subverting the jealousy and just saying I, you're, you're the best. Thank you for allowing this for me. 
Can you talk me through spaghetti Sundays? Like, oh, yeah. is it every Sunday? Like, do they ever skip? Um, <laughs> they do like, they'll like jump around to like relatives houses. And I don't think it's every Sunday. I mean, I experience it when it's here. And what's at least the, like once a month. What meats are they putting in there? Um, Sausage, meatball, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all that. Veal? No veal. No veal. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a conscious Italian family. I like that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think this is th- that that's the the secret here is and then oh, you do it after do it on a Monday after spaghetti Sunday yeah when we're all full Jeremy what um what is your dream in life to be to, what do you want to do with your life um go with the flow really just okay. take it as it comes nothing specific well Jeremy I got a suggestion He's for so you positive I love his I love I it. got a suggestion for you you need to also, write my name's not Jeremy oh really <laughs> oh Andrew Jesus Christ <laughs> So sorry. <laughs> Thank you for letting me do it 14 times before you corrected me. I heard it like the second or third and I was like, hmm. I'm so sorry, Andrew. Moshe can't see and he was seeing Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's it. Andrew, here's my suggestion. We're going to get past the awkwardness of what happened between us. Okay. Here's my suggestion. Andrew, you need to write a script about this. I mean, this is a movie waiting to happen. The young gay man moves in with an all Italian family and they welcome him like one of their own. It's my big fat Italian family. And then you triangulate the family into all of the girls wanting to be your best friend. I feel like this is like <laughs> either, a, either a movie or a book or a musical waiting to, waiting to occur. And I just feel like your destiny is right in front of you. Yeah, I'm sitting on gold. I should, I should do that. I really think so. And also I have one more suggestion. Change your name. Jeremy. Okay, to Jeremy. Jeremy Perfect. is a fucking awesome name, and I think you'll love it. Okay, good luck, and don't let Italian the 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 new one, Italian two, Italian two, mm-hmm. get in your head, or try to make her her sister jealous. Like, just try to not get in the middle of any drama. Oh, and this is another good bit of advice: if if any of them, either of them, say any shit about each other to you. Try to just listen, but don't repeat it or agree. Oh, here's why. Here's why. Because you cannot get involved. You you agree with their shit talking? You know what they hear? Ah, when the other sister talks shit, he agrees with them too. This Andrew cannot be trusted here. So anytime any shit is being talked, you just go, mm, mm, mm. How about that spaghetti Sunday though? And and use it as an opportunity for you to be at the top of your game with each of them. Like, you know, so you you know that your side of the street is clear that you weren't indulging in gossip or anything like Take that. Take notes, Andrew. This is your future. This is your yeah. your 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 Oscar awaits and you have just to set pen to paper. I'm I'll be on it. I'm in it to win it. He's not even a writer. He will become a writer. His, I asked him what he wanted to do with his life. He said, go with the flow. He clearly doesn't have a fully articulated version of his future. I want to live just with an Italian family and not have to work. You did live with an Italian family and not have to work. It's called your childhood. <laughs> all right, Andrew. Well, we're all jealous of you. Have fun. Don't yeah. get in the middle of it. And live life and go on vacation with this. Uh, Sounds great. This friend of yours. And like Natasha said, av- avoid drama, which classically is very easy to do in the middle of an Italian family. Mm. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> I okay. deserved that. And I accept that. <laughs> Bye, Andrew. Goodbye, Bye. Andrew. He was so cute. He knew we were right. He got his, got his, his advice and now he's going to. Go eat some gnocchi. Where did I get Jeremy from? New Jersey. You're right. That is what happened. I transcribed, transposed it in my mind. 
After 200 fucking episodes, you'd think I'd get a fucking name right. Well, I'm excited that it's been 200 episodes and... Um, God, that's a that's a lot of episodes. Wait, it's what a, about the secret dumps? We'll probably have fucking four hundred episodes if you count the secret dumps. Why wouldn't we count the secret dumps? Because they're not the official episode. Oh, we've had two hundred full length episodes. Uh, who's that? Me, Laura, Andrew, Jeremy. Laura doesn't work here anymore. Oh yeah. Oh, this one goes out to Laura, and it is crazy that on our two hundredth episode, she's been with us since the beginning. That she got fucking fired on the two hundredth episode. What a crazy, what a weird, beautiful synchronicity for us. <laughs> not for her at all. Yeah, it's really beautiful. It was very funny when you assumed he grew up without a family. <laughs> well, I just could, I, I, I could not imagine wanting to live in amidst someone else's can you imagine move, adult children. Can you imagine moving out from living with your parents and going to live with someone else's parents? Not in a billion years would yeah, I do such a thing. Maybe in New York or New Jersey. Only in New Jersey. Listen, if you have a secret, give us a call at 213-222-8608. Leave it. Or if you want actual advice, send us an email at endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail and you could be on the show. Be a member of our Patreon. You keep the lights on, Patreon. Uh, but just don't pretend that you're a member of my family because that is very bizarre. And I cannot figure out what this guy's fucking game was. What is his hustle? What is David's hustle? He heard I had a brother named David and said, I am that David. You trying to wear my brother like a skin suit? What the fuck? But if you're out there listening, David, send us an email because we are hiring a new producer. So go ahead. Maybe it could be you. Actually, that would be cool if we could bring like a real creeper in. Also, uh, listen to this on YouTube and make sure to subscribe. Uh, we love you, Endless on the Moon podcast listeners. And not only do we love you, but Natasha... I love you. Love you too.